be the same But I'm not sure if I'll remember your name But I'll remember your face And all the chase And all the, the walk of Hi, and welcome back to my podcast, episode number two. Um, and this series is um, about everyone I've ever slept with. I'm trying to do maybe one person per episode, but I think there will have to be some episodes where I jam a few into one. No pun intended. Um, at the start of this episode, you would have heard um, a bit of scuffling and swearing. That was me um, trying to record this the first time pressing the record button and then with that hand knocking over a cup of tea and went all over my laptop and all over my phone. <clears throat> so anyway, um, so number two, it's a guy named Chris. Um, Chris, I'll just give you a bit of a rundown of uh, what he was like and how, um, how I met him. So um, as mentioned in the first episode, I used to go to this social support group for, um, queer boys, um, 18 and under. This is when I was 16. I think at this point when I met Chris, I would have been about 17. Um, Chris never used to go to the support group. He was actually a housemate of one of the other boys that went there. Um, so, um, the, in the support group, there were these two guys named Scott and Jason. I became really good friends with them. They were like the sort of rebels or the cool kids of the group. Um, they sort of took me under their wing. And now we're always hanging out with this guy named Chris. Um, and especially because Scott lived with Chris as well. So every time I hung out with him, Chris was usually there. Or every time I went to Scott's house, Chris was there as well. Um, Chris was... Uh, he seemed to have a bit of a religious family background. Um and also he was a volunteer or member of the salvos he was always going off to work for the salvos um he was a bit of a reserved person in a way he was a bit funny um yeah i think he used to actually even do some com comedy sort of you know he was trying to be a comedian um and doing some little comedy shows around um and also him and scott were both sex workers as well <clears throat> Just another thing to note, he, he didn't seem like a typical sex worker, but, you know, is there a typical sex worker anyway? I'm not sure. Uh, Chris was older than me, so he was, you know, in Australia, you get your license at 18 and he was driving, so he was at least 18. He could have been 19 or 20, but I think he was around 80, 18 years old. I was 17. And also, Chris, how he looked, he was... You know, he wasn't obviously camp, but a little bit camp. He was taller than me. He was a bigger build than me, um... He wasn't someone I found attractive, but people would find him attractive. Um, he had short brown hair and I think he had blue or green eyes. Um, anyway, <clears throat> one day I was at home and this is back in the time before the internet and before mobile phones were around. Um, and Chris called me. Don't know how he got my number. You know, he wasn't someone that would normally call me. I'd, you know, only ever hung out with him through friends, never directly before. So my mum answered the phone. She's like, Andy, someone's on the phone for you. And I was surprised when it was Chris and he was asking me to a movie. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit strange, but I'll, I'll come along. Why not? You've got nothing else to do. So naive as I was, I probably knew in the back of my head there was, 
you know, maybe <clears throat> he's looking at it as a date or has a bit more of a motive than just a movie. But um, anyway, I thought I'll go. And we went to the movie. I can't remember what we saw or where we went. And also in the movie, he did hold my hand. <clears throat> I wasn't really expecting it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but, you know, I held his hand for a little bit after he grabbed my hand. And then I did pull away at some point as well. Um, and I took my hand back because I wasn't really sure about, you know, if I was happy with that. Um, so again, it was only my second time. I was still quite nervous, very frigid. I don't think he knew that. He, um, he was the only second boy I'd ever been with. And I don't think he knew how frigid I was either. He probably thought I was, you know, overly confident, maybe. Um, so anyway, after the movie, we went back to his house. Scott wasn't there. His housemate, he'd gone out. So it was just me and Chris and we were sitting on the couch and he did bring up the whole, you know, I held your hand because I'm into you thing. And then he said, you know, you pulled your hand away. Is there something the matter? And I said, no, it's fine. Um, I was still very nervous. And then he's like, oh, you know, would you be comfortable? Or, you know, shall we go to bed? He's kind of pretty much said, uh, I can't remember the exact words, but we ended up in his bed. We ended up naked. We ended up um, jerking each other. And I ended up on top of him rubbing, you know, rubbing our penises together. And uh, I just wasn't into it. I wasn't into him. I don't know why. There just, the, just was no connection for me. I wasn't really turned on by him either. Um, so, and he picked up on that vibe, obviously. And he's like, um, he said, you know, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for you as well. If you're not into it, then we don't have to do this. And I said, yeah, okay. Um, and then he got up and went to the shower uh, and said he had to go to work. Um, and so that was it. Um, we didn't come, neither of us, but when he was in the shower, I was still really horny. Um, you know, even though I didn't want to get off with him, but I wanted to get off. So I jerked off by myself when he was in the shower. And when he came out, um, he noticed the cum stain that I couldn't get rid of from the pillow. And he looked at that and he looked at me and he did a double take and he was probably wondering, you know, did I jerk off when we'll, or, you know, did I come when I was with him and he didn't notice or something like that? I don't know what he thought. That was never discussed again. Anyway, so after that, um, Chris drops me back home and he goes to work. I believe that's what happened. I never really heard from him much since then. Him and Scott, I, I stayed friends with Scott for like another five years. Um, the housemate and when Scott and Chris moved out, I think the two of them, they, you know, they didn't have a bad falling out. They just sort of slowly fell apart as friends too. And I would sometimes still see Chris around after that. Um, he would, um, yeah, I like I run into him at a shopping mall a couple of times and he did add me to Facebook as well. He's not on Facebook anymore. He must've deactivated his account. I'm not sure what happened. Um, so I'm not sure where Chris is these days. He's a lovely guy. He's a really, really lovely guy. I wish I was probably a bit more reciprocative back then, but I just didn't know what I was doing when I was younger. Um, so that's my story of Chris. So Chris, if you're out there, thanks for that experience. It still means a lot to me, I guess, cause I remember it. Um, and yeah, I hope I will run into you one day again. Um, and thanks for that. I will tell you about my next story in the next episode, which is my first ever boyfriend and the first time I went all the way with a guy. I look forward to telling you that story soon. All the 